I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all got to start, start appreciating. And you got to stop disrespecting this man. You got AJ Brown, who's a legit number one. And you got Julio, who's a legit number one. One of them dudes got to get double teamed. Who going to get double teamed? And whoever gets double teamed, the other one gets the ball. I'm saying this with no pun intended, but full of pride. Your what it do, baby? It is your boy Pride holding it down. As always, welcome to another episode of the Prideful Takes podcast. Like I always said, it is the one, the only. It is your boy Pride, and we have a great show again. It's gonna be me again, just me. You know, my voice don't get it. My voice will get annoying, so I promise I won't. I won't, I won't bother your attention for too long. Um, we got rumors about a whole expansion. We got more Russ drama, and I mean Russell Wilson, not Westbrook. But before we get to all that, the Suns are back, right? They've started one and three. They were looking rough for a whole minute. Now all of a sudden they're on a 13-game streak. I genuinely believe that the Suns right now are being slept on, and they're being slept on real bad. I don't know what it is. I'm assuming that they thought that because, you know, you know, when Chris Paul went back, I'm assuming people just thought, oh, yeah, he just did it for the money. Because, you know, at the time, the Suns, the Suns were the only team that could have paid him, you know, what he wanted, right? And we all know that. So a lot of people expected, you know, when he went back, he kind of was going to dog it. They started one and three, you know. They kind of picked it up. They picked it up. Now a lot of people are gonna say, "Oh my God, it's it's easy because of the team of the team." And here I'm I'm under the the the, the whole notion. Even if you have an easy schedule, at the end of the day, you need to go out and handle your business. That's all it really comes down to. That that's what the Jacksonville Suns have been doing. They've been handling their business like I I just don't. Excuse me, I I don't understand why. Because again, and I'll be honest, um, I I don't think that the Suns you know are gonna win it this year. But they are proving they should. They're at the bare minimum a threat to win it. Like they're they're not trying to you know they're not they're not trying to be like oh yeah we were flashing the pan. Um, Chris Paul he's giving you 13 points on 47% shooting, 31% from three. So you know they're both all right. Um, but he's doing this as the third option. That's something people don't really understand. Um, he right now he's he's at ten uh, over ten assists. He's giving you a double double, um, and in terms of rebounding, he's giving you a solid four rebounds. So um, he's doing this as the third option. Let that sink in. Like Chris Paul is not really out here trying to. He's not trying to do what he did before, where it's just you know I'm gonna take it over or whatever. He's letting guys. He's letting the young guys. One young guy in specific, Devin Booker. He's letting them carry the load. He's letting them be the thing. And speaking of Devin Booker, he's giving a respectable 22 points per game. Um, the the only issue is the efficiency. It's 43%. Um, but at the same time, he's 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 gonna be a bucket. Um, three from uh, 38% from three. So you're you're willing to live with that. Um, in terms of the rebounding, he's giving you about five rebounds and five assists. So. Solid stat line, 22, 5, and 5, not bad at all. Again, especially when you really consider 
this team, even though Devin Booker obviously clearly is their star, there's really no debate about that. But when you have, you know, other guys who can step up, um, you're not really just kind of, it's not how it was before where it was, you know, Booker a bust. It's not like that anymore. You got guys who can step up. Obviously, you have Chris Polkis at the table. And then you have DeAndre Jordan, who's giving you 16, um, 16 points of uh, 63% um, from the floor. Um, he, I mean, and his free throw percentage um, really ain't bad. He, I mean, it's, it's all right. It's at 60. You know, he has the potential to bring it back up. I'm not going to poo-poo on, you know, be too hard on him, but um, he's giving you 12 rebounds. So Chris Paul's giving you a double-double with points and assists. DeAndre is giving you a double-double with points and rebounds. So defensively, they're starting to click. Um, they're they're all again. It was only the first four games, you know. They 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 knew we were gonna be fine. We're gonna be okay. We just need to understand that you know we haven't arrived yet, and that kind of was the problem a little bit. Um, a lot of the young guys kind of played like, oh yeah, we've arrived, and that was a problem. It really was. That's not something you need to do, especially if you had it. Winning the finals is impressive. Don't get it twisted. It really is. But doing that, then afterwards. Just you lose the finals and think you made it, and all of a sudden you're that team. No, you know you need to worry, especially the way Golden State has been playing. Um, Dallas is not going to go anywhere, regardless. You know, um, Portland, regardless if you like them or not, they're still going to be a playoff team who could potentially upset somebody. Um, it just I'm looking at it the way you know the Nuggets. You know what I mean, like. Um, Jamal Murray is still rehabbing, but when he gets back on that floor, it's going to be a problem. Jokic is probably going to be out for a few games, but when he comes back, again, problem. So um, I just think what happened, they kind of hit this lull where they kind of genuinely believe, yep, we, we're here. This is us. We handled our business. We won, et cetera, et cetera. And again, it's okay to feel that way. It is. I, I'm not mad at them for feeling that way. Um the only thing I'm really worried about is when you start feeling like that way for a long period of time. They felt like that for four games, snapped out of it on a 13-game streak, and then here's their next five. They are on a three-game road uh, road trip um, at Cavaliers, at Knicks, at Brooklyn. Then after that, the next two games are home at um, against the Warriors and against the Pistons. So you have against the Cavs, who've been playing decently. You know, they're a decent team. The Knicks, another decent team. Um, then you got Brooklyn and Golden State back to back. That's gonna that that will be tough. Um, it's gonna be. I believe I believe they lose to the Warriors and Brooklyn. Um, I, I think it's gonna be close games. I don't think it's gonna be a blow or anything like that. Um, I think like I said, I think they lose back to back. I think what happens is they, they lose to Brooklyn, close game, very close, and it's kind of like a, a dagger. They go home, then Golden State obviously has been playing out of, out, like, out of this world. They've been playing phenomenally, so I think they lose there. Um, then after those five games, their next two, and the reason I'm bringing up these two is because the next one, it's um, a, a home home game against Pistons. Then they go and play the Warriors on the road. So it's going to be interesting to see if they, if they lose that first game of the Warriors, how are they going to bounce back um but this team so far, they're 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 fine. They're they're clicking at the right time. They're doing what they need to do. It's gonna be interesting to see whether or not 
excuse me, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not um, they can continue this. Because obviously, I, I don't think they can break the record for you know the, uh, the 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 win streak. But I do believe they'll you know they'll lose a couple, but then they'll get back on another streak. Um, I, I do like. Um, I do like what uh, the leadership Chris Paul is bringing to them. And, like, you know, not only that, his leadership is starting to trickle down. It's trickling down to the point where now, you know, you got DeAndre Ayton starting to find his voice a little bit. D-Book, instead of just yelling, now he's encouraging God. Like, you know, CP3's influence, it's really starting to go down. Um, And when I say go down, I mean – down to everybody to the point where, um, you know, uh, it, it's starting to make sure that everyone's kind of on track. They're on, they're doing their thing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I, I will say this. Uh, I will say this. The Suns are on the right course. Um, I believe we are sleeping on them, and we should pay more attention to them because if we really sit down and think about it, these guys, 100%, they're legit. Before I move on to the next topic, today's games, Lakers at Pacers, Hornets at Magic, Suns at Cavs, Nets at Celtics, Wizards at Pelicans, Bulls at Rockets, Heat at Timberwolves, Jazz at Thunder, Pistons at Bucks, Raptors at Grizzlies, Hawks at Spurs, 76ers at Warriors, and the Trailblazers go to Sacramento to play the Kings. Some solid games here, for instance, um, the Celtics and Nets, I think that'll be a good game. We'll get to see if the Celtics finally turn things around or if it was just a fluke. Um, uh, Suns and Cavaliers, it's going to be very interesting to see if the Suns can continue um, their win streak. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to like that one a lot. Uh, another game that I think is kind of flying a little bit under the radar, um, just a little bit. Ooh, excuse me. Just a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go Heat and Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves will get the win. Um, maybe it's just me, but teach their own. Russell Wilson, that dude, he, he's, he's, he's got to get out, right? Look, they're going to be under 500. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think for the first time since he's been the starting quarterback, uh, Seattle is anyway, um, for the first time since Russell Wilson was the, was the uh, starter, um, yep, his, uh, his 2012 uh, was when you know he first got the 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 ball. Um, Eleven and five, three and thirteen, twelve and four, ten and six, ten five and one, nine and seven, ten and six, eleven and five, twelve and four. It's looking like the Seahawks might end up under twelve hundred, and I genuinely believe this is where Russ will get fed up and will finally demand it. He'll he'll demand his trade. He'll want out. And the reason I the reason I'm saying this is because look, last year there were rumors about Russ wanting to leave, right? Like there was a whole bunch of oh he might you know there's four teams you know that he wanted to go play for. You you know you don't leak something like that out unless you legit wanted to get out. Let's just call it what it is, right? The four teams that he wanted to go to were the Saints, the Cowboys, the Bears, and the Raiders. Now I, even at that time. The Saints made no sense because they won't be able to afford him. Same with Dallas. They 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 want to go forward with Dak Prescott. The Bears and Raiders at the time kind of made some sense because there was the Bears in terms of quarterback were in hell. But again, at the same time, that made no sense whatsoever because 
their line was horrible. Kind of the same thing with Carson Wentz. Why would you leave the Eagles to go to the to go to, to Chicago where the line is even worse than what you have? And that was is Russell Wilson's biggest gripe. Like you, you guys aren't really protecting me. So again, the Bears didn't make sense. So a lot of people thought it was the Raiders because a it made sense for both teams because that uh, for both parties involving Russ and the Raiders. But a lot of people thought the Raiders was gonna get Derek Carr out. A lot of people didn't forget this. Before all of a sudden people started giving Derek Carr his respect, a lot of people genuinely believed that he was on his way out. They thought he was going to be traded. So at the time it made sense. And when you go and say that, you know, you know, these are four teams and you have that leaked, you look different now, you know, because again, you're not looking like, oh, yeah, you know, like, you know, let's see how it plays. You, when you leak something like that out, that means you you you're you're not only have you thought about this, not only have you thought about leaving, you thought about who you will go to, and then to have it leaked. And mind you, that happened, and they were just twelve and four. They were twelve and four. So to all of a sudden be like, oh yeah, you know they're twelve and four, and then think them going under five. Hundred is gonna keep him. That's ridiculous. And again, I'm not trying to be that guy, but at the same time, let's really think about it. Twelve and four. That was, you know, in terms of his starting, that is their second. Um, that is tied for their second best year ever. I'm talking wow, and during his tenure, there was one more year. His third year in 2014, they went 12 and four, and then the year before that, they went 13 and three. So, you you're, you're, do we really think that going under 500 is going to really help him? And I understand he did miss he missed some time with that whole finger thing, which, by the way, freaked me out. He missed weeks six, seven, eight, and nine. So he missed four weeks. He missed a month of football. He missed a month of football. But whatever since he's come back, he doesn't look right. For instance, um, at Green, um, excuse me, at Green Bay, um, they got shut out, 17 0 uh, 20 for 40, 50 percent completion, 161 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Got sacked three times. Next, after that, they played Arizona, lost 23 to 13. At least they scored. 14 to 26, 53%. That's better. 207 yards. That's better. Zero interceptions. That's better. Zero touchdowns. Russ has yet to score a touchdown since he came back. So he understands, you know, this this is not really what I signed up for. This is ridiculous. This is totally ridiculous, you know. Um the next game, um, they play at Washington, then home against San Francisco, and then at Houston. Um, historically, he doesn't really do that good against Washington. Uh, in the three games he played for them, his average 20 for 32, solid 206 yards, about a touchdown, and a pick. Uh, if you look down to the 49ers, 18, his on average, 18 for 28, 207. Uh, one touchdown, you know, half a pick, not bad. Now, Houston, 
32, 288-yard, two TDs and a pick. Right now, Russ is in this weird spot where he's probably going to dip. And if he goes, if he goes, there's going to be a couple spots that he's going to consider. There's going to be a few. First and foremost, the place, one of the places you should heavily consider, heavily consider the Green Bay Packers. If Aaron Rodgers leaves, insert Russell Wilson. And dare I say, they'll be right back to where they were. They'll be, they'll, they'll be fine. I genuinely be I, I genuinely be my heart heart still be okay because you still have Russell Wilson who's still smart who knows it with a solid line he's got weapons a good defense I mean that if me if I'm Russ that's that's the first place I'm looking I'm gonna wait to see what happens if Aaron leaves I'm sliding right in there. What's up, Rio? Um, and you said Pete Carroll is effing delusional. He is, and I'm going to explain why he's delusional. I'm going to explain why. The reason he is delusional is because for some unknown reason, for some unknown reason, he genuinely believes that he still has the Legion of Boom. This is a horrible defense. Outside of Jamal Adams, let's, let's call it what it is. Outside of Jamal Adams, they don't really have much. And even then, people don't like Jamal Adams like that. In terms of their, uh, in terms of their defense, they are currently ranked in the bottom half of defense. They're, they're, they're just not. They're not. They're, they're okay. Even okay. I feel like that's kind of being a little. I feel like that's being a little too nice. They're horrible. And that's just really how it is. Uh, the Seahawks, they're they are starting to become trash. Let's call it what it is. Um, Rio said, well, with a beautiful, uh, that would be beautiful. A mobile quarterback like Russ would do phenomenal. It would. Because at the same time, not only is he able to make, like, make things happen, but you already hear the best part about it. He's smart with his mobility. He don't run every play. No, 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 no. He knows when he needs to run, but he always loves to throw the ball. And then Rio, um, piggybacking off when he said Pete Carroll's delusional, uh, he can't admit when his teams make mistakes. They won't get any better doing that. I, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that he tells them this stuff behind closed doors. That's my assumption. But at the same time, I can't really assume that because the corrections aren't being made. So if the corrections aren't being made. Either A, the locker room don't believe in him, which I don't believe at all, or B, he's just not saying anything. Got to be one or the other. And then Rio says Adams is the most overrated safety in the league. I agree. Now, I don't think he's trash. I don't think he's trash. Um, Having him with that safety blitz, he's phenomenal. I love it. Problem is, in coverage, he sometimes does get exposed. And as a safety, you need to be able to cover. That's why. That's why. Um. Uh. Tyron Matthew. That's why. And that's why he's considered the best. Because not only can he come off the blitz, not only can he hit too hard, not only can he can he run the zone, like you know play zone and see where things are going. There are times that they have had him straight up play a be a corner and play actual plays against a receiver. When you have that type of flexibility, they liked it. 
the, you know, you're, you're, you're considered legit. Rio says, pretty bummed out to the Packers. This banged up injury-wise towards the end of the season. It does suck. It does. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's horrible that this ended up ha- happening to them at this point. Um, now, a lot of the injuries, you know, we're heading into the, the second half of the season. You know, I think they'll be okay, though. I think, you know, they'll be able to come into the point that they'll be healthy with, like, four games left in the season, which will then kind of help them build a little bit of momentum. I don't think they're screwed just yet, but they should be a little worried because some of these injuries, they're not looking so good. But um, but going back to Russ, not only do I think the Packers, another place I, should, I would actually heavily consider, um, I would consider the New York Giants. And mind you, I'm doing, I'm talking about all this from a football point of view. Um I'm not saying this in any way, shape, or form um, by – and by the way, Rio, I have the Rams. Um, I got the Rams by, by by a touchdown. I got the Rams by a touchdown. There, there's a lot of question marks for the Packers, um, and I usually don't – I usually do my pick em stuff like before – like, for instance, like tonight. I'm dropping my pick em tonight with all the info I have right now. So if tomorrow things change, it is what it is. You know what I mean? But as of right now, based on things that are going, I'm, I'm going to give it to the Rams. But we honestly, we won't really truly get the bigger picture until tomorrow. Um, but Russ and the Giants, I think, would make some sense. Um, and that's that's something I do think you should consider because I do like – they have a solid line. They have a solid running back in Saquon. Um, they got Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony, Evan Ingram. Um, that's a good tight end. So I think I, that's one thing I would also look for. Um, and then another, you could say probably dark horse uh, team that should really be considering the 49ers. Um, if the 49ers cannot get Russ, or I'm sorry, if they can't get Aaron Rodgers, they should start looking at Russell Wilson. Um, another another team that perhaps Denver, a lot of people did say Denver. I don't know if it'll fit, but I I, I do think that you know he has he he definitely does have um, some type of uh, options out there. Um, what's going on with Pete Carroll? He is uh, is he on the downfall? Yes and no. Now defensively, yes he is. But here's the problem. The problem is in order for him to have the Legion of Boom, he needs that personnel and he doesn't have it. Problem is he wants to try to force the pieces he have that he has right now. He wants to try to force those pieces to be the Legion of Boom. You can't do that. You just can't. The Legion of Boom, all of them, they were talented. They all knew that not only were they talented, but they all knew their role. They knew their role, and they performed, and they did their roles exceptionally. You don't really have anyone here who can do that. I mean, the only remnant from the only remnant left, I think, is Bobby Wagner. That's really it. He's really the only remnant from that era. And the problem is back then, you had Bobby Wagner, Cam Chancellor, and Richard Sherman. That kind of was the core, right? Now, if you, like, name me. Who's gonna what corner is gonna fill that role Richard Sherman has? Who's gonna fill the King Chancellor role? You know? But you know, it's gonna be interesting. Um Rio, uh off topic, but your boy Sean Brady stock skyrocketed. Uh Kaz not calling him out. I listen, I told people this. If Sean Brady beats Michael Kessa, 
Me and my boy Sean Brady, we're going sizzling. And I'm telling you, I've had nothing. And look, I, I've been telling people this from the beginning. Sean Brady, you know, pay attention to him. Pay attention to him. I'm telling and they were like, no, he's poor. He's ranked number 14. Doesn't matter. Blah, 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 blah. Nope. Now, he went and from one fight, he went from rank 14 to 8. Jorge Masvidal went up one, and Neil Magny went up one. And then Michael Chiesa dropped three to number uh, number nine. Um, at this point, if I'm Sean Brady, and I know Kazna called him, I, I understand that, but if I'm Sean Brady, I, I, I want a top five dude. That's just me. After dominating, and, and again, it, he dominated Michael Chiesa. It's not like it was just, oh, yeah, he beat him. He dominated him. So 110%. Um, his, Sean Brady's uh, stock is skyrocketing. I want to see him against the top five dude. Let's see if he can keep that momentum because I'm going to tell you this right now. If he beats anyone, I don't care if it's Steven Wonderboy, Thompson, Vincente Luque, Leon Edwards. I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's Kobe Covey. I don't care. If he beats anyone in the top five, He's proof he's gonna straight up say, I want I want a title shot. I deserve it. And I'm gonna say this right now. I have no beefs, quarrels, or anything with, with him saying he deserves it. I'll tell you right now, 100 percent I think he deserves it. The NFL wants to expand to 40 teams. Now, at first that sounds stupid until you sit down and realize there's 50 states. That is not a joke, by the way. Like a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people mad about this, and I'm like, hold on, bro. You know, relax. Um, thanks for the for the reminder, Rio. So I will be on in the morning and the morning show. Um, so if you have any, you know, UFC questions, you can throw them up there. I'll probably answer a few during the morning show. Um, but in terms of the throwing hands podcast, we're not gonna be on tomorrow. Um, I completely and utterly forgot that it was Thanksgiving. So last week when I said it, I forgot this was Thanksgiving. And then when I started talking to Landon, he told me I'm going to be out for Thanksgiving. I was like, ooh. So um, I will be on in the morning. But in terms of throwing ja- uh, throwing hands, we will not be on. Um, and do you like the idea, uh, real ask, do you like the idea of Canada getting a team? We will get there. I'm going to give you guys my three team, my three cities or, or places that should get a team. First and foremost, real, I hate you. You stole it from me, Toronto. That's my number three. I do want Toronto, I do want Canada to have an NFL team. I think that's interesting. I think it's unique. I would like it if we could. <laughs> Rio goes, oh, poop, I forgot Thanksgiving tomorrow, too. Time flies. It flies like crazy. I'm telling you, man, it flies like crazy. But um, I, I, got, I, I, I do want to see one in Toronto. Now, the CFL League is up there. And I genuinely believe wholeheartedly that the CFL and the NFL have some sort of uh, deal going on. That they kind of were like, you know what, we'll stay here. You guys stay there. And it is what it is. Because Canada, and I was, I was just about to say that, um, Canada has great talent. They got great talent. And not only not only in the linemen, but, you know, uh, offensively, defensively, you got linebackers, defensive end. They have talent. You know, and they have their own ring. So that's kind of what I genuinely, I don't think it will ever be 
in a position to be in Toronto. Um, when I say we, I'm talking about the National Football League. I don't think we'll be in Toronto because, like I said, I wholeheartedly believe that there's some deal going on. And when I look at this, and again, maybe I'm bugging, maybe I'm crazy. Like for all I know, I could just be reading too, too deep into it. But there's no way. The last time we had the expansion, I think it was like 2002. And we had the opportunity to do that, but why didn't we? Like, that's kind of my whole thing. In a perfect world, Toronto, I would love to see it, especially considering if you got an NBA team up there, imagine the partnerships you could do with something like that. It would be, it would be utterly amazing. So when it comes to me, like, I, I think I'm, I'm giving Toronto, I think they should have it. Number two, by the way, of all the three, the three teams I named, like the three players I named, don't have a team, right? Don't have a team. Number three, and this one maybe is just me being corny. Can we, can, can we put some respect on Hawaii? Can we put some respect on Hawaii? That's all I'm asking. Look, Hawaii, unfortunately, has always looked like the the um and yes um the um, before I forget uh Stan Crow yes he won if I'm not mistaken that lawsuit um I think it was like almost eight hundred million dollar um settlement which he <laughs> one big Oreo. That doesn't even scratch the tip of the iceberg. My guy can retire 10 times over. Now, he's good. So, he won big. Congratulations to him. Um, Hawaii, I will say this. Oh, my neck. Um, I will say this with Hawaii. Um, I understand it's kind of its own island. But if I, I genuinely believe if you put a team out in Hawaii, I think it'll be good. I, I think I think it'll be good. Um, mind you, they, a lot of people in Hawaii have been clamoring for their own team because a, a lot of times the pe people in Hawaii they do want to see, they want to go to a stadium. What kind of sucks a little bit is the fact that they always have to travel here. And it, again, it kind of sucks saying travel here when they're a part of the country, but since they're kind of away, kind of same thing with Alaska, right? Like. They're kind of like they're they're here, but they're not here. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Like like you can hop in a car and just drive. You know what I mean. I, like I'm in South Carolina, right? I could drive to California, right? <laughs> you can't drive to Hawaii. You feel me? And if you want to drive to Alaska, you gotta go through like a checkpoint and basically go into a whole other country. So I, I do think Hawaii would be would be a nice place. And the last team, the last place. Let's just, let's just put something in London, goddammit. If we're going to go there every single year, right? Like, in the last six years, the Jacksonville Jaguars have been the home team when they go. But the last six times they went over to London, they considered the home team. And not only that, they actually sell out. They sell out. The Jags. The Jacksonville Jaguars. We're dog shit. They sell out. And in London, and they're shit, and they 
Jacksonville, and they're selling out in London. If that is not commitment from the fan base over in London, like Ariel said, oh, in terms of Hawaii, them Samoans been on the come up for years, lots of time. Yes, yes. These I'm telling you right now, Samoans. I'm telling you, they're 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 legitimately tough, tough guys. That's why a lot of Samoan guys, you see them play defense because they 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 love that stuff. Real with another comment said, imagine a dance stadium in London with seventy thousand fans. UK would definitely support their own NFL team. Let that sink in. 70,000. They will sell out for a dog shit team in Jacksonville. Imagine what they would do if the NFL gave them a team of their own. Let that sink in. They, they, have, they, they will support teams that are they were made they made the game rowdy when it was the this year the dolphins against the jacks they made it rowdy and they made it fun they kept the energy up those aren't their teams imagine what they would do the energy the passion the love the drive they would have if they literally could have their own let that sink in. And we're already flirting with the idea. We have like what? A couple games out in London. There was one time we had like what? Four games in London? So it's like if we're going to do that. Let's, why, not, why not make put a team out there? I mean, I, I, that's just me. That's just the way I'm looking at it. Like, you know. If we're, if we're just going to have everybody in Toronto, if we're just going to have, you know, not, well, not uh, if we're going to have, throw, put a game out there almost every year and the fans are out there showing genuine support, let's reward them. Let's reward them. And honestly, I, I wouldn't have any issue with it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be angry. I would nothing because at the end of the day, if you really want to expand, Expand on the places you know. That's how I look at it. And right now, the NFL is very comfortable with London. They're very comfortable with London. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. You threw some dog shit games out there. They sold out and they were cheering. And they had that energy. So if I'm the NFL, I genuinely believe it's time to reward them and give them their own team. Follow us on Twitter at Prideful Takes. Uh, not only do I put up news and all that stuff, but I was I love talking to people. So if you guys see something you guys want me to talk about on the show, feel free tag me in it, and I'll look at it. And if, if I can put it on the show, I will. Uh, catch us on Facebook at Prideful Takes. I go live on Facebook, and I also be putting things up like my pickums and my uh, my uh, the watch alongs, all that stuff. And if you don't have a Facebook, that's fine. Follow us on YouTube. At Prideful Takes, I go live on Facebook and um, YouTube simultaneously. Simultaneously. Words are hard for me. Um, visit our website, www.pridefultakes.com. Not only is every episode of the podcast up there, but we also have original articles. And check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Prideful Takes Podcast. 
As always, ladies and gentlemen, it's been your boy Pride. I will see you guys on Friday. Be safe. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Ooh, Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the chew on the season. Second and one for the Bills. They handle the rush. Allen looking. It's out. To to Shohei Otani. Center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks.